0: Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, a registered dietitian and weight loss coach that knows exactly how to help you lose weight while having fun. Each week, I'll give it to you real by breaking down exactly what you need to do to lose your first 10 pounds and actually start seeing results. I've gained and lost 20 pounds on my own and now help hundreds of women around the world look and feel like their hottest damn self by following my proven framework. Hey, fit babes. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the sorority nutritionist podcast. Now, this episode was a long, long, long time freaking coming, guys. I can't believe it. I am finally sitting down. I have some notes in front of me. I even have a few web pages open. Let's be real. This is about to get serious. I want to give you the down low on intuitive eating. You may have used those words before. I may have touched upon it a little bit on my page. I know behind the scenes, inside the membership, and especially over the years of coaching clients, intuitive eating has been a hot topic to come up where I've had clients try intuitive eating, it not be a good fit for them, or they think they've tried it and they are kind of confused about what it really is and how it kind of relates to their weight loss goals. So this episode is really dedicated to the truth about intuitive eating, knowing that you babes as part of the sorority nutritionist community are part of a community where we actually think weight loss is okay, right? And really just to rip off the bandaid, this episode is going to be a little controversial. This episode for me as a dietitian, wanting to have a platform the platform I have with you guys. There is so much about intuitive eating on the internet and I like intuitive eating. I think it has a place, it has a purpose and it's amazing. But at the same time, I am unlike a lot of other dietitians out there. And for those reasons, I can't fully stand behind the movement because I don't think that intuitive eating has to be something everyone does. I think it is okay, not just because I own a business related to weight loss, but because as a human and as a person, I think there is a time and place where it is okay for intentional weight loss. I think if losing five pounds is gonna make you more confident and having a way to build muscle and shed body fat, which has a science behind it, I think there's nothing bad about that. And if you disagree, you can't, you don't have to be here. You don't have to listen to this episode. But truly, I am not here to shame on other people. But I, as a as a dietitian and as the sorority nutritionist and someone who I know gets to chat with you guys every week on this podcast and be so open and honest. I just don't like the judgment in this space where my clients feel shame towards losing weight. So that's what it really inspired this episode. And I want to share the truth about intuitive eating with you guys. Before we get started, though, as always, if you are enjoying these episodes, if you are liking it, please tag me in your stories as you're listening to it. Let me know if an episode really rocks your world um, or if you even see weight loss and you have epic progress photos to show from following TSN and what I preach on here. Um, Above all, if you could please leave a review on iTunes, that would be amazing. A five-star review, sharing what you enjoyed about the episode um, that you are obsessed with. And I take and I read all of those reviews. I take them home to heart Um, and I'm trying to make this the best it can be for you to make sure you babes are all achieving your weight loss goals. So without further ado, let's begin. Okay, so to start off this episode, we have to really lay the framework of what intuitive eating really is. Now, I straight up, you know... You guys may not know this. I actually have my master's degree in nutrition. And during my master's degree, I learned so much about intuitive eating because I worked actually as part of my practicum and internship to become a licensed dietitian. I worked in an eating disorder clinic. And I bring this up because intuitive eating is often a framework and principle and approach used with women who suffer from eating disorders and you know even men that suffer from eating disorders. Um, and intuitive eating was actually created by two registered dietitians that are really big in that eating disorder space. Um, Intuitive eating in general is really a non-diet approach to health and wellness that will help you be more in tune with your body, break the cycle of chronic dieting, and heal your relationship with food. It was created by amazingly two registered dietitians. um, And it was really based upon their experience working with clients and really from a perspective of a professional in this field. They think that intuitive eating is a really amazing, not just framework, but it's now also become a movement where we're focusing more on behavior instead of the restrictive, very rule-based way that a lot of diets make us eat for weight loss. And I, I'm assuming, knowing more about the creators of this program, that intuitive eating as a research-backed method, right? Intuitive eating also just isn't like a diet program you see on the internet. Um, it is actually a research-backed framework that has been studied extensively in in various different environments to help women and individuals and men, of course, too, all over the world understand how to eat for their bodies in a way that they you know, aren't dieting and following a, a strict set of rules. Now, with that in mind, I do want to make it really clear that intuitive eating was not designed as a weight loss program. Intuitive eating was actually designed as a way for you to heal your relationship to food and get away from any numbers and rule-based approach to weight loss, which honestly, from my perspective, babes, I mean, you guys probably know my opinion on this. I don't think you have to track your calories forever. I don't want my clients to track their calories forever. And I don't want anyone to feel like they're following rules and a strict meal plan and not see results. And most importantly, not not just not see results, but feel like they're locked into a way of eating that doesn't feel organic and authentic to them. That is hard to follow. That puts stress on their life. That's nothing that we want over here at TSM. But I do just want to mention that intuitive eating is not a program designed for weight loss. It was actually designed to help chronic dieters ditch all the rules, ditch all the nonsense, ditch all the the bullshit and toxic stuff we see on the internet and all the toxic maybe habits and lifestyle and, and mindset towards nutrition and exercise they may have to just press a massive reset button and make peace with food, see where their body weight ends up and just live a life. That being said, because intuitive eating is not a program for weight loss, unfortunately, it is being skewed into the weight loss field because intuitive eating is actually different than mindful eating. Mindful eating is something I talk about on my page all the time. Now, there, there, I know when you look at the word intuitive eating, you're like, intuitive means I am eating intuitively. We're breaking down the word. But what is kind of a misnomer? is the the framework and push in the anti-dieting space of intuitive eating. They have that word intuitive eating now, which really refers to the 10 principle framework of intuitive eating that I'm going to go over with you guys. That is actually like a framework where you have to go through each step, not like a diet, but go through each step and framework and have the self-actualization, sort of like with a lot of therapy related things. To be able to reach the end goal of having food freedom, body freedom, and living your life at the end of the day. Intuitive eating is not a weight loss program. That being said, comparing intuitive eating to mindful eating, mindful eating is really this idea that you are once again, in tune with your body. I think there's a lot of overlap with a lot of the principles of intuitive eating, but I do just want to clarify that intuitive eating is an actual framework that practitioners like registered dietitian and therapists use with their clients, for instance, that suffered from eating disorders to then make peace with food and make peace with many of the challenges and demons and and struggles related to dieting that they may face. Now, let's go over the principles of intuitive eating before I give you my unfiltered opinion on all of this and bring this all together for you, babes. So there are 10 principles of intuitive eating. I'm going to go down the list, one through 10 for you guys. Some of these things, you're probably like, yo, that, that girl talks about that on her page. Hell yeah, I talk about some of these on my page because they're, I think, universal truths that I organically believe in. I authentically believe in for you, babes. Okay, starting at number one, reject the diet mentality. Number two, honor your hunger. Number three, make peace with food. Number four, challenge the food police. Number five, respect your fullness. Number six, discover the satisfaction factor. Number seven, honor your feelings without using food. Number eight, respect your body. Number nine, exercise, feel a difference. And number 10, honor your health with gentle nutrition. Now, I f- I'm not going to go through every single one of these principles with you guys. But I first, as we're talking about the truth about intuitive eating, and especially related to many of you babes that do have aesthetic goals, I want to first start off at the first principle, which is reject the diet mentality. Now, from um, the creator of Intuitive Eating, one of the founders of this this framework and principle, and and honestly, movement is what I view it as. Um, This first principle is reject the mentality. And from this person's website, um, there's some information on there that I want to read to you, babes, that will kind of paint a picture and we kind of go through this. So what reject the diet mentality means is rejecting the diet mentality is a crucial yet very challenging step. Throw out the diet books and articles that offer you false hope of losing weight quickly, easily, and permanently. Get angry at the lies that have led you to feel that if you are a failure every time you start a new diet that stopped working and you gain the weight back. If you allow even one small hope to linger that a new and better weight loss diet might be lurking around the corner, it will prevent you from being free to rediscover intuitive eating. Remember to give yourself grace and self-compassion. You've been indenuated with diet culture's harmful messaging for years, if not decades. Deconstructing and unlearning this mindset takes time, patience, and attention. You are not alone. And then there's an area. That's the principle. And then there's the practice and some questions to really think about. Now, when I'm reading this as someone that does work in the weight loss space... I agree with so much of this. I agree. We do have to reject that diet mentality. And I think at the same time, the intuitive eating camp and women dietitians that are colleagues of mine that work in the weight loss space, I think there's a really big divide right now because the diet mentality for intuitive eaters means anything with tracking, but I take a very strong stance for you guys, for my community, for the work I do with my clients that I don't think in in calorie tracking is disordered. I don't think looking at your food choices, knowing what a portion size is by tracking your food choices and at the core, reaching an aesthetic goal. I don't believe that to be disordered. I don't believe that to be a bad thing. I don't, I don't think understanding how to feel your body is bad. And I honestly truly believe if you don't have an understanding of nutrition, it's very hard to jump straight into intuitive eating if and if your goal is weight loss. But at the core, intuitive eating is not about weight loss. Intuitive eating, you may lose weight with it, but weight is not anything related to the work you do with intuitive eating. So at the core, you can't even compare a weight loss focused approach versus intuitive eating. They're just completely different things. And also, they're for completely different people. At the end of the day, if you have an eating disorder, TSN is not for you. Like, I love you guys, but I am not an eating disorder dietitian. I am here to help disordered eaters, women who have chronically dieted years and years and years, who have done the quick and easy bullshit stuff on the internet, the apple cider vinegar, the apple cider vinegar gummies, God damn it. Like that's a new thing now. The, the fad diets, the like weight watchers and new, like these non-personalized things. Like I'm here to teach you how to eat. I'm here to teach you what's in your food. I'm here to show you, the scientifically backed strategies to shed body fat and tone up and build muscle and become a confident, sexy fit babe that lives an active lifestyle for the rest of their life and understands how to exercise and how to, how to fuel their body and do that. And part of that is part of intuitive eating and argue part of that is the, the same things that you would learn in there, but still at the core intuitive eating is not about changing your body. So you can't even compare the two. And I do want to make that so, so clear for you, babes. Now, I agree. You got to throw out the diet books that offer false hope of losing weight quickly and, and these diets that were never going to work for you. But I also think that Rejecting the diet mentality means rejecting the diets that are based on bullshit. There are weight loss diets where you keep weight off. And let me tell you, those diets are not the ones that are being blasted all over the internet. They're not the ones that have dietitians working so closely and coaching their clients and and changing their behaviors. I'm going to call it out. It's the Weight Watchers. It's the Beachbody. It's the Noom. Anything y'all see on TV. It's the big name diets that have bars and shakes and all of these things behind it. And I'm sitting here exactly feeling the same way. These diets don't work. We know they don't work. You know why I know? I don't need no research study. I see you guys try them and I've fallen victim to them too. But so much of those programs maybe somewhat based on science. Yeah, you got to eat less calories than what you burn. Yeah, some of them are promoting protein every meal. Yeah, you know, they may talk a little bit about mindset, but... Just because they have some of these principles doesn't mean it's the approach to sustainable weight loss. If you are in a good mindset to pursue weight loss, that you will actually keep the weight off. They're not individualized. It is not a really high touch coaching experience where you're, you're checking in and you're analyzing your habits and you're getting a personalized calorie range and you're thinking about your food choices. No, they're giving you a list of good and bad foods to follow on so many of these plans. So yeah, they were doomed to fail, but not all weight loss programs are doomed to fail. And I want to make that so clear for you babes that are struggling with this idea of will anything ever work for me? You can pursue intuitive eating and completely ditch your weight loss goals. I'm not trying to persuade you guys to lose weight, but at TSN, I am a safe place that if you want to lose weight, If you want to change your body composition, maybe it's health related. Maybe it's because you gave no shit about your diet during this quarantine and you've been on your butt at home and honestly feeling really sad about it because you're not active and you're not feeling your body the way you used to a few months ago. Like that's okay. We we can have a starting point. Any day can be your day one. It's okay to want to lose weight. It's okay to change your body. You can keep the weight off, right? but it's how you do it at the core that is absolutely the most important thing that you guys need to be reminded of. With that in mind, I want to spend some time actually going over questions I got from you, babes, because I think this will really help kind of paint the picture of what intuitive eating really is, what you may interpret intuitive eating really as, and how at the end of the day, I don't think we need labels on our ways of eating. I think eating is a unique experience for every single person. And I think if you want to identify with the intuitive eating crowd, like... You have a place here. I'm fine with that. If you want to identify as, you know, a babe inside TSN that is is in my membership and you're calorie tracking and you're working towards an aesthetic goal, I'm fine with that. Like I want this to be a place where everyone can be, everyone can just be themselves, and. I want women in all shapes and sizes, all body shapes. I just want you to feel confident. It doesn't matter what you look like to me. It matters how you feel and what's going to be realistic and sustainable. I mean, before we even get into these questions, guys, on a call this week, and actually a client just reached out to me who's on that coaching call in one of my group programs. I had a woman who is right around like 135 pounds, wanting to be around 125, 130 for her body size and weight and everything. Um, She's really working on building muscle, shaping her body in a way that is going to make her feel strong. She wants to feel fit. She's improving her fitness in the gym and she's fueling her body. She eats like close to 2000 calories a day. It's amazing. And at the end of the day, I said, said really, really, I looked her in the eye on one of our coaching calls with all these other babes there in in my private coaching program. And I was like when she talked about her goals, and she had never been to this goal weight before, I looked at her in the eye. And I said, is is that goal number going to make you happy? Or like, what's going to make you happy? And I know my other client who had told me like this really resonated with her. She was like, you know what? I don't know if that's going to make me happy. I don't know if that weight's going to make me happy. And I think the spotlight has to be taken off of weight loss being bad, and you should just eat in a way without numbers, without tracking anything like that, which I agree with. I want you to eat that way, I want you to be in a place where. You don't, you aren't micromanaging everything. And and even with calorie tracking, I think there's a stigma around calorie tracking. You don't have to micromanage your calorie tracking. It's about planning and working towards a goal. Just like you will manage your finances to get to a certain income goal or a certain comfort level or just to pay off your student loans. I don't know what it is. Like, it's the same thing. Like it's how, it's your mindset with it. But I think at the core, what I wish the spotlight was more on is... If you are actively trying to lose weight, and this is what I use my platform for, is reminding you guys like this is... There's so many really deep-rooted shit when it comes to weight loss, where we think weight and thinnest and the lowest number oftentimes means happiest. And I see this for my clients. I see this with myself on my journey, right? I talk to you guys so openly about what I've struggled with and my journey as as a sorority girl. And at, at the core, though, we have to remember that the lowest weight isn't our happiest. Like mm-hmm. like we have to think about what's going to make us happy. And you may be able to get to that weight, but are you able to maintain it? And, and these are these tough, real conversations that dietitians not in the intuitive eating space do every day when it comes to weight loss. There's so much, so many amazing dietitians like myself out there, right? I just call myself amazing. I'm, I'm way too cocky right now. What the hell's going on, guys? Um... There's people just like me. I know my colleagues doing amazing work related to helping women understand that you can be healthy at many sizes. You can be healthy in a in in very different body shapes. Healthy does not equal your weight, right? We know that. I never said it to you guys, but I know you know that from my vibe and my content. But to feel confident is a different piece, and if Fitting back into your work clothes, if having more energy, if wanting to look a certain way makes you feel more confident, putting your hair up, getting your hair colored, putting on a hot outfit, losing 20 pounds after you gain 20 pounds once, is that going to improve your quality of life? That's going to get you excited to get dressed in the morning. If that's going to make you feel fit and healthy and in the best shape of your life. And it's from a place of fueling your body. It's not just about cocky stuff about the way that you look. It's about how you feel when you're fueling your body and exercising in the right way. If that's going to make you better, TSM will always be the place for you. Without further ado, let's talk about these questions. One of the questions I got was, "Can you intuitively eat and lose weight?" Now, like I said, intuitive eating is not a weight loss program. I know a lot of the intuitive eating um, dietitians, a lot of the intuitive eating practitioners out there, really, really doing doing the hard work in eating disorders. They are not ever going to like promote weight loss for it because the people that they're working with, that their goal should not be weight loss. Their goal needs to be about getting to a good place with food and fueling their body and and not pursuing intentional weight loss. They're completely different. Businesses, They're completely different approaches. They're completely different practitioners than I am, even though I do believe that we do have a lot more in common than, than we think we don't. Um, you can, I think, mindfully eat and lose weight when it comes to honoring your hunger. Some of the intuitive eating principles, things that I teach inside of my membership. Um, absolutely. You can intuitively and mindfully eat. And the result may be weight loss. right? Um, but I know I take it a step further with how I coach and, and really really help my clients because we're intentionally trying to lose about half a pound to two pounds a week of realistic, sustainable weight loss. And... When you're thinking about mindfully eating, that has to come into effect with the calorie tracking piece because we know calorie tracking is 100% accurate. We know it's a way to kind of moderate and understand what you're eating, have awareness, understand those portion sizes. But we don't want to just use those numbers. We also want to think about how we feel, which is why my approach and my framework I teach in my programs that I've perfected as a dietitian over the years with my clients is a balance and blend between calorie tracking and mindful eating. The second question I got was, does intuitive eating equal weight gain? Um, I've had many clients who have tried intuitive eating, have gone to practitioners um, that specialize in intuitive eating, or um, you know, just seen stuff on the internet, or you know, just try to like eat intuitively with themselves, and they have gained weight, right? Um, and that can be a result of intuitive eating, right? And and especially if you're not at that principle number ten, where you're like honoring through gentle nutrition and you're understanding the nuances of like what's in your food, right? Like they talk nothing about like calories and um portion sizes and any of that through these principles it's 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 much less food and portion focused and much more about mindset and improving your relationship to food to put it simply so When you eat intuitively without a framework and I think support, it it is a very possible thing to gain weight, especially if you have such a rigid and complex dieting history. Absolutely. Because if you've restricted foods, if you're scared of fun foods, if you have no place where to be, that's where I think when you get rid of that calorie tracking so quickly, it can be very detrimental, right? Sometimes you want to even, you know, working with a coach, like any, any amazing coach and dietitian out there is going to know, like you don't sometimes want to go go turkey on things um, because they can have negative consequences. That can even freak you out even more, um, so that's something to think about. But really, with mindful eating, as you're kind of segueing in with TSN, you know, we really help. You know, we're not going straight into intuitive eating, um, and intuitive eating once again isn't something I'm teaching this ten step framework. Um, it's different than the framework that I have in in my private practice. The um, next question I got was how to stop overeating with intuitive eating. And a lot of that is going to come with breaking down that diet mentality. Now, once again, I'm not a practitioner with intuitive eating. I'm not affiliated with um, that framework um, in any capacity in my professional career as a licensed dietitian. But um, with overeating, in in my experience working with clients, it often stems from either we're not getting the right portions and calories of food. If we're eating too little earlier in the day, it it leads to overeating later in the day. Um, If we're not getting enough protein, that can really impacted, especially um, because proteins fall with satiety and feeling full. It could be the types of foods and portions and, and the quantity of food, right? Um, something that's really compact, but has a lot of calories. And you're always eating these compact, small meals versus a higher volume meals that have the balance of everything. Sometimes not eating enough carbs at meals. All of these factors can lead to overeating in addition to outside emotional factors like stress and lack of sleep and all of that. So um, food is complex. Like, right guys, you're like, what the hell? This is more complex than what I thought. Um, And the final question I did just want to share with you guys is how to track calories. Can you track calories and then learn intuitive eating? I love this question. So I, I, like I said, I don't use the word intuitive eating. I really use the word mindful eating because I know intuitive eating is a 10-step framework. Now, when we're talking about tracking calories, that's actually the goal at TSN. So we really want you at with my framework, I want you to use calorie tracking, but not get too in depth with it. And what I mean by that is we want to use it to build awareness. We want to use calorie tracking in the right way because there are a lot of freaking wrong ways to use calorie tracking. When you're just obsessing over numbers, you're not thinking about what you're eating, the types of foods you're eating. We're not, You're not getting education like we do in the membership with what's in your food. The quality of your food. What are the different food groups? How do those food groups impact our ability to recover from exercise and feel our best and stay fueled and get our body the vitamins and minerals and nutrition it needs, right? Food is more than just calories. But when you are tracking your calories and you're building this awareness, as you're learning about nutrition in in the super balanced way that I've taught hundreds and thousands of women you're gonna be able to easily segue off into more mindful eating because from day one, we're focusing on mindful eating. We wanna also think about as we're tracking and as we're eating food, we're not just licking our plate clean. We, we can lick clean, right? We have that ability, but we're, we're eating also based on how we feel. And if you have calories left in my fitness pal I'll comment, you know, quote, I know I post on Instagram, you don't have to eat them. And if you're over, you're more hungry over your numbers, but you're, you're so close to about to go over your calorie goal for the day, you can also go over that. There's many things that I talk about. And I know many of the episodes here, but um, really with tracking calories, it should be a very easy segue into mindful eating because we're using those mindful eating principles and we're learning about the hunger and fullness scale. And we're We're checking in with ourselves in addition to using this this tool, this amazing tool to understand what's in our food and are we hitting the right calories and protein and all of that stuff for weight loss. So, um, when you do calorie tracking, right, you should absolutely be able to segue into mindful eating and being able to get rid of calorie tracking something I've, I've seen thousands of women also get away from, right? Like we, I, I don't track my calories. I don't want you to track it forever unless you want to, but I don't, I don't, I personally don't want my babes tracking their calories forever because I want you to go out to eat, be social, live your best life without stress. Um, but without further ado, those are my thoughts on an intuitive eating, guys. I like always don't script this shit. I just want to talk from my heart. I know this was something that you guys really I've gotten so much hype around <laughs> demand around wanting an episode on intuitive eating. And I gave it to you guys. So I'm so excited. Please shoot me a message. Let me know what you thought of the episode. Um, and above all, if you are in a place where you've dieted a ton and you are looking for more support and you're just trying to like reset where you're at, um, know that TSN is a place where you know, it's okay to pursue intentional weight loss. It's okay to want to become your sexiest and most confident self. And it's so crazy in the year of 2021, I'm even having to say that on the record, right? On the record, on social media, um, because I never want any woman to feel shame around wanting to be her best self. You deserve to be your best self. Have a good one, guys. So babes, that is all I have for today's episode. If you love today's show and what we chatted about on here, please do me a favor and take a hot minute to leave a review on iTunes and share this episode with a friend. The way the sorority nutritionist podcast has grown and TSN has been able to help even more women has been from women like you sharing their experience, listening to the podcast, how it's transformed your life most importantly, by getting other women to actually take a listen to it as well. By leaving a review, I really, really freaking thank you. I'm going to be corny AF from the bottom of my heart because you are straight up helping me help more women just like yourself, just like you and I, so they can lose weight while having fun and do it in a balanced way instead of following crazy fat diets you find on the internet. So Please take a moment and leave a review. If you enjoyed today's episode, share it with a friend. And most importantly, I cannot wait until next week, another episode drops. See you then, babes.